Good morning and welcome to New Hope. It's good to have you with us this morning and to celebrate joy at Christmas. I'm going to read you a passage of scripture this morning in which Isaiah celebrates the joy that is ours at Christmas time. And it's a wonderful thing to think about these big themes peace, joy, love. They're such huge themes, they're on our Christmas cards, they're in our language, they can be like cliches for us, but they're profound truths bought with the life and death of Jesus Christ. It's what we celebrate at Christmas. Well, I've had the privilege to be present at the birth of all three of my daughters. Amazing experiences to witness that birth and to celebrate new life and to experience that joy. On one of the, those occasions, I went directly from the birthing suite to make a pastoral call. I went to visit a family where they were grieving because there had been a recent death. And when I knocked on the door and met some members of the family, we exchanged the appropriate sympathies and seriousness. And then she asked me, has the baby come? And I said, yes. And her face lit up, and she gave me a hug, and she turned to other family members and said, the baby's come. And everybody was smiling and laughing and celebrating. And then we were crying and planning a funeral and grieving together, all in the same short space of time. Joy is what your body does when you hear good news. Joy is the response to good news heard and received. It's what your body does. Joy is a behavior that has an emotion attached to it, a feeling. Joy can actually grow that feeling that positive feeling, and that feeling can serve to grow our joy. But first of all, joy is a behavior. First of all, joy is an embodiment. It's a bodily response to good news. So I want to ask you a question this morning. I want to invite you to pay attention to something over this Christmas season. What's your body doing? What's your body doing? What's going on in you and through you? Because joy is a bodily response. It's what a body does when it hears good news. Even when the circumstances are difficult, even when you're in the midst of planning a funeral, for goodness sake. Good news evokes joy. And what is joy? It's what a body does when it hears good news. It's all of that stuff that rises up. Christmas is a season at which we celebrate joy because it is a season at which we hear and, yeah, hear and receive good news. It's a season of the year in which we are able to receive something amazing that should cause us to respond. So if there's no joy, 
If there is no joy, what does that mean? Well, I'll come back to that. Let me read to you from Isaiah chapter 52. I'm going to read just a few verses. Isaiah has all these wonderful little poems, these little words of prophecy, these little vignettes that help us to see God's heart. And here's one in chapter 52, beginning to read at verse 7. How beautiful on the mountains are the feet of those who bring good news, who proclaim peace, who bring good tidings, who proclaim salvation, who say to Zion, your God reigns. Listen. Your watchmen lift up their voices. Together they shout for joy. When the Lord returns to Zion, they will see it with their own eyes. Burst into songs, songs of joy together, you ruins of Jerusalem. For the Lord has comforted his people. He has redeemed Jerusalem. The Lord will lay bare his holy arm in the sight of all the nations, and all the ends of the earth will see the salvation of our God. This little vignette fits into a larger story in Israel's life in which they are grieving. The reality of their world is more like planning for a funeral than it is celebrating the birth of a child. The reality of their world is exile. Their, their nation has been destroyed by Assyrian and Babylonian invasions in rapid succession. Their hopes have been cut off, their dreams have been damaged, and in this moment, Isaiah gives them this picture. Now, you need to understand a little bit of ancient sort of history and city uh, uh, so, sort of dynamics. The city would usually have a wall. There would be all the activity and life in the city. Somebody would be standing on the wall watching off to the horizons to see who's coming, what's happening, are we safe, what's the news? And when a city was at war or in, in, in some kind of uh, conflicted situation, the watchman would look to the horizon to see someone bringing news from the battlefront or bringing news from a neighboring city, and they would read their body language. They would try to determine what's happening. And if the watchman could see that the news that was coming was bad news, the city would go into lament. But if the watchman could see the news that was coming was good news, well, he'd shout it out, and the city would join in the praise, and everybody would celebrate. If the, if the runner who's coming is bringing good news, well, that's a beautiful thing. That's a beautiful thing. He's a good sight. Those are beautiful feet, says Isaiah, that bring good news. Listen, listen. Your watchmen are shouting for joy. And then Isaiah says to the ruins of the city, you ruins start to sing for joy because your hope has come. Your God reigns. Your situation is not hopeless. God is coming to rescue you. And he will do this in such an open and evident way that nations will see it and they will celebrate your God. The amazing thing about this little, little vignette is that Isaiah tells the ruins to start to rejoice the broken city, the depressed people, the hopeless circumstance. You can sing for joy, says Isaiah. How is that possible? Because there is good news. Your God reigns. Because there is good news that you can hear and receive, and it will change everything.
So if there is no joy, what does that mean? It's an important question. It's an important question at Christmas. If there is no joy, what does that mean? Because joy is what a body does when it hears and receives good news, yeah? Joy is what a body does. So if there is no joy, it can only mean two things. There is no good news for you, or you haven't received it. Because if there is good news, and having heard it, you receive it, then what a body does, what a body does is rejoice. Even in the midst of planning a funeral, it was a sacred moment when I entered that house, and they all were interested in the birth of my daughter and celebrated together because, you see, we tracked together as families, and we, we, they, they were interested, and they, they knew the story, and they were waiting for the, for the news. And so when the news came, even though their circumstance was bitter, there was joy. This is the story in Israel. Joy is not something that tracks with your circumstances. Joy is not what a, what, 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 what a body feels when it's in the midst of, of challenge. Joy is this fascinating response. It's what a body does when it hears and receives good news. And what a body does affects our emotions, and our emotions affect that, and it sets up a wonderful cycle of health and promise. But if there is no joy, what does that mean? Well, I'm here to deal with the first of those two challenges. Could it mean that there is no good news? I'm a watchman this morning. I'm standing on the wall of history. I am here to tell you this morning that a Savior has been born, and His name is Christ the Lord. I am here to echo what angels have sung. I am here to tell you this morning that God has entered our world in the most amazing way. He has changed the very, the, the, the very destiny of humanity by making it possible for people to be changed, making it possible for people to experience forgiveness at a deep, deep level and to experience renewal and live in community and serve the values of God's kingdom and live in an expression of love. It's possible for something very different to happen. And that is made possible through Jesus Christ. That's why we celebrate Christmas. That's what this birth is all about. It's the entry of God's hope and promise in a vulnerable child into our very sick world so that we can experience the collapse of death itself and the hope of resurrection promise. There is good news. I hope you can hear it this morning. There is very good news in the gospel of Jesus Christ, and no one is left out. No one is so lost that God says, I don't know what to do with you. No one is so in the ruins that God has lost sight of you. And God comes to us in the midst of challenge and brokenness. You don't have to have everything going swimmingly to have a great Christmas. You can be in the worst drama of your life and experience joy at Christmas. One of the most wonderful things God did in my life was a strange moment of grief when my mother and my wife's mother died over the Christmas season. Many of you who have been in this church for a number of years will remember that. My mom died on Boxing Day. So I sat on Christmas Day in palliative care. Now, I could sit there and feel sorry for myself. 
Or I could sit there conscious of good news. We're heading toward a funeral, but it's not the end. I'm here celebrating the birth of the baby, Jesus, who makes it possible to hold a hope that I will, I will see my mother again in a new creation. I mean, that's amazing good news. And so it's actually possible to have joy in the midst of all kinds of stuff. But if there is no joy, what does that mean? Well, maybe there is no good news for you. I'm here to tell you there is. I'm here to affirm that in Jesus Christ coming into this world and God's incredible promise, there is good news. There is, there is a messenger with beautiful feet. There is a story to tell, and the ruins themselves should respond. You should respond. Not because everything is easy, but because there's good news. Because that's what a body does when it hears and receives good news. So if it's not the problem that there is good news, then that only leaves the question, have you received it? Have you received it? Because until you receive it, until you actually allow it to kind of sink into your heart, your body won't respond. So here's the penetrating question, and I don't want to beat up on you this morning, but I am going to go you here. What's your body doing? Because what a body does when it hears good news is it responds. What a body does, it smiles, it hugs, it celebrates, it sings, it shouts, it lifts itself higher. That's what a body does. So what's your body doing? Bruce, uh, Brian, Brian Larson, in his commentary on the book of Luke, tells this very confronting story about a group of Christians who gathered for a conference, and they weren't the Pentecostal type. They weren't the expressive type. They weren't the outgoing type. In fact, they were rather sewn up and sort of emotionally close. But the conference organizers wanted them to have a moment of expressing and experiencing joy. So they said to everybody, as the conference proceeds, as this particular talk proceeds, when you sense joy welling up in your spirit, we want you to respond. Now, I know that's a confronting thought, is it makes you nervous. You think, well, what's he going to get us to do? Because that would make me very nervous. So what the conference organizers did with this group of very conservative and traditional people, they gave them each a balloon. And they said, when you're ready to respond to the joy of the gospel welling up within you, release your balloon. That should have been easy, shouldn't it? Well, the sad part of this story is when they got to the end of the service, more than one-third of the people were still holding their balloon. What's wrong with that picture? Well, maybe they didn't understand. Maybe they thought it was goofy. Maybe they just didn't want to go there. There's a thousand ways we could excuse them. But here's what I know. Joy is what a body does when it hears good news. It's what a body does when its football team wins. And we see it all across this state. It's what someone does when someone that they love says yes. It's what a body does. It's what a body does when there is really good news. So pay attention this Christmas as you celebrate. What's your body doing? What is your heart and your spirit and your whole self doing? Because what a body does when it hears and receives good news 
is called joy. It's a smile. It's a response. It's a song. It's a celebration. It's a welling up of good things. It's a behavior, joy, that rides alongside an emotion and grows that emotion, and that emotion grows the behavior, and the behavior grows the emotion, and the two live in tandem. And before you know it, you're skipping out of church. Before you know it, you're smiling at your most ugly relatives over the dinner table, saying, Christmas blessings to you. Before you know it, everything has changed, and you're on your way to work, loving the fact that you get to follow Jesus. You're on your way to the school for yet another run. You're exhausted, but you're full of joy, because joy is what a body does when it hears and receives good news. Joy to the world. Let's pray. Father, fill our homes, fill our communities with joy because our hearts have been overwhelmed with your good news. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.